Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to talk about a video game series that uh, that I used to love, that I used to love indeed, and uh, have been following since its first release in 2007. And as you can see from the title, that game series is called Assassin's Creed, um, published by Ubisoft. Ubisoft is the company that uh, is, of course, in charge of the games. But I want today, I want to talk today about the fall. Of Assassin's Creed. Now this idea did spring up from something else that we've been doing on Entertainment Talk. Which is talking about Assassin's Creed. Because uh, if you've not been following the Gaming Talk podcast. Maybe you're new here or you haven't caught up or whatever the situation may be. Uh, myself and Robert did pick up Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The newest release in Assassin's Creed. The uh, 2020 game. And uh, let's just say that he, he played more of it than what I did. And uh, that was, I think that was his first full playthrough of an Assassin's Creed game I think he's dipped in and out some of the others um with with like Black Flag and some of the others as well Black Flag being probably the 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 most popular maybe of the games uh it was essentially kind of a pirate simulator wasn't it but uh I want to go through and break down go game by game only for the main game series so not for things like uh Liberation and uh a, a lot of the other ones that was the um let me just look here. I think that was the Vita game, wasn't it? Uh, but I want to go Assassin's Creed 1, 2, Brotherhood, Revelations, Assassin's Creed 4, Rogue Unity, Syndicate, Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla. And also also mention when this series started to change, which was around, which was around about 2013, 2015-ish. You could say arguably 2014 as well. When Assassin's Creed started to drift away from its main character in Desmond. And uh, started to to just go in a different direction. And my kind of slow revelation about how I I don't love this game series anymore. I've fallen out of love with Assassin's Creed. And it's because the story didn't go maybe where it should have gone. Where where I kind of would have liked it it to have gone. And I do just want to say. You know Assassin's Creed isn't my game. It's not my story to tell. But... Sometimes it makes more sense to go in a different direction than what you have gone. And I feel like that's absolutely the case with Assassin's Creed. And kind of talk a little bit about how there's now sort of two different fan bases for this game series. And how how it's now almost impossible to please both of those fans of the series. I'll get into all of it as I go through and kind of break it down timeline wise. But uh, yeah, because me, me and Robert for the last two, three, maybe four weeks have been talking about Assassin's Creed on our gaming podcast. Because uh, he was playing the game and then he finished it and I played about five hours of Valhalla before I realised I shouldn't play Assassin's Creed anymore because it's just not what... Um, it's not what it used to be, really. And um, the one kind of first comparison I want to make is I, I watched a trailer the other day watched some footage a trailer some other bits and pieces for assassin's creed 1 uh back in 2007 then i went and looked at some gameplay and some trailers and things or just just some footage of assassin's creed valhalla that's not the same game series it's it's just not you can't i don't think i mean opinions are opinions whatever i don't think that you can necessarily look at assassin's creed the 2007 game and then obviously you know you've got a big history of over 10 years worth of games and then look at Valhalla and try to tell me that it's I mean it's it's kind of using just the label of Assassin's Creed at this point uh and we we'd kind of been talking about that over the last couple of weeks about just for, for me how the series has changed 
too much and gotten too much away from the core of what it was and I don't like what it's become uh, but how it kind of it, it is serving this different audience which Robert seems to kind of be a part with a uh, bit be a part of sorry uh, and other people have but uh, let's go to the first game Assassin's Creed released in 2007 on the uh, two generations ago because now we're in the PlayStation 5 generation and this was a PlayStation 3 game. Uh, Played Assassin's Creed, played the first one. I've I've played all of the Assassin's Creed main games. The only one I haven't finished is Valhalla. So, um, but played Assassin's Creed 1 back in 2000 and I don't know if it was 2007 when I I played it but uh, it it wasn't too far after that necessarily. Um... Really liked it. Really liked what they did. Now it was interesting. It's interesting if you look at Assassin's Creed One and Two as a pair. Assassin's Creed Two coming out uh, two years later. There was uh, Assassin's Creed Altair Chronicles in two thousand and eight. I don't know what that actually is. And Assassin's Creed Bloodlines released in two thousand and nine. Uh, then you had Assassin's Creed. I think they might be DLCs or something. Uh, I don't actually know. But then Assassin's Creed Two in two thousand and nine. Two years later. So it wasn't and it wasn't an annualized franchise at that point just keep that in mind as we go through because that, that that's played a big part in assassin's creed's history as well um but yeah assassin's creed 1 2007 played it really enjoyed it really just like this kind of idea of you know going into the animus kind of matrix style the um the start of desmond's story you know seeing lucy and all the other characters i will by the way i should have probably mentioned this at the top as i get more into things and get get deeper into the story and stuff i am going to be spoiling these games uh but just just because of like story plot points and kind of where things changed um but yeah then assassin's creed 2 came out two years later and i remember the immediate first thing i noticed which is oh you can jump off of buildings and kill people now you couldn't jump off a building and and, and assassinate somebody i believe now it was 2007 so it was a long time ago and i haven't played the game since uh with assassin's creed 1 you had to stand next to your target to kill them. Uh, and in the, I remember watching this gameplay. I think it was Venice, wasn't it? Venice. Um, that it took place in. It was like a, a Italian kind of kind of setting and that. Uh, with Assassin's Creed 2. I think it was anyway. Um, and I remember watching this rooftop gameplay. And being kind of blown away by it at the time. Um, and... I remember this this person jumped on like this little chimney kind of thing or something and uh the the Templar target was targeted, like highlighted. The assassination button was there, he jumped off the roof and assassinated them and I thought that's such a basic now that we look at it now, obviously that was in two thousand and nine. We look at it we look at it now and we think, Okay, yeah, sure, you know, jump off a building and, and kill someone. It's not a big like kind of stealth uh, mechanic, but Looking at that at the time, I thought this is a revelation for this series because this there was a lot of times I remember in the first Assassin's Creed where sure you could you could climb buildings obviously and like run away and things, but um, I remember just seeing that in Assassin's Creed Two the the gameplay and thinking like wow I wish I could have done that in the first game this is gonna like I can't wait to jump into this and it, you know same story direct sequel Assassin's Creed Two all good all good so far I I love the series at that point I think Assassin's Creed Two really just significantly stepped things up for the series and i think it gave you a couple of new weapons and things like that and just just the just the very simple idea of being able to like you know cause that's kind of a um core assassin trait if you will of like l- looking over a vantage point and just jumping onto your target and killing them it seems very very basic now but that was a game changer for assassin's creed at the time um 
just remember thinking like wow I can do that now it's wow that's incredible <laughs> so uh, that was good so Assassin's Creed 2 all good so far all good um of course the second game as well was where we got introduced to Ezio the other um ancestor of Desmond because the first game took place with Altair uh then we had um a year, a year later so this is when the franchise started to get annualized because just just have a listen to this for a second i mean you're listening anyway but uh assassin's creed 1 2007 assassin's creed 2 2009 that's two years later assassin's creed brotherhood 2010 assassin's creed revelations 2011 assassin's creed 3 2012 assassin's creed 4 2013 the franchise started to get annualized now we'll get on to 2014 in a, in a little bit because uh, I want to in a minute talk about the heights of Assassin's Creed which I think is coming up um yeah you know 2010 11 12 13 14 15 uh, 16 was when it took a bit of a break 2016 but you had the Chronicles games um but that was when we started to see okay that Ubisoft is kind of pumping these games out a little bit they were still great at that time you know Bro- Brotherhood Revelations less so with 3 and Black Flag really great games those are kind of the the really big staple of the series I feel but uh, we're going to in a second once I talk about Brotherhood Revelations and then Assassin's Creed 3 we'll talk about how the series or I'll talk about in a minute how the series kind of reached its peak and then made a uh, a game changer of a choice so Brotherhood comes out 2010 Revelations 2011 I love both those games I can't remember which one it was I think it was Brotherhood where because um, one of the games you were playing as like an older version of Ezio and you had this little like um i can't remember what they called it but when you're when you were climb, i remember this mechanic that you could use this tool that you could use when you were climbing up a building and if the next ledge was slightly too high up you could get this sort of like not like a back claw or grapple type of thing but this little kind of thing that came out of your wrist and it helped you to just reach the next ledge that again was sort of like okay first of all you go assassin's creed 2 and then you've got you know you can jump off buildings to kill people awesome then you go to brotherhood and revelations and you introduce this idea of like you can you can kind of climb a bit further and sort of reach more vantage points the the series was finding ways at that point of trying to find innovative different ideas i remember you could use uh i think like crossbows at certain points and throwing knives and um the the, the, theory, the the series was just actively evolving at that point. The story was getting really interesting and really mysterious and really weird. But it still kept the core of what Assassin's Creed was. Uh, so I, I was loving the series at that point. Absolutely loving it. I didn't think it could uh, take the downfall that it did. Um, and then uh, I can't remember which whichever one of those two it was. I thought that was the best Assassin's Creed game. And I still today still to this day think that's the best Assassin's Creed game I think it was Brotherhood that did that but uh, the way they concluded Ezio and Altair's story I loved I thought that was great Uh, especially how they concluded um, Altair's story because they almost kind of met didn't they in or he he, I think Ezio went to the place where Altair kind of died because he sort of like sat on this chair and sort of just just passed away from old age if I remember correctly uh I thought that was great I thought that was great as well I thought wow you're actually kind of like you know you you told the story of this character for a couple of games they're both linked obviously because they're the ancestors of Desmond who you're still getting in the animus with uh Lucy was still there that was all great uh Sean and Rebecca were were, were still in the game and everything well they're they're still in it now but uh thought that was great and uh yeah really really good then we get to assassin's creed 3 and uh, the series started to 
take its first kind of like bit of change. We're introduced to Connor. And we go to the American... I think it was Re- American Revolution. Um, this, what, what, one of the American War things. I can't remember exactly what it's called. But uh, one of those uh, like period pieces kind of thing for, for, for American history. You end up playing as Connor. Who still is the um, the one of the ancestors of Desmond. Uh, I think in Assassin's Creed 3 as well. You were introduced to... Was it Edward? Which I think was like one of the characters like grandfathers or something like that. It's something like that I think it was. Um, but uh, I, no I think I think he wasn't he Connor's grandfather. And then like you transitioned over to playing as Connor. You could do all this cool stuff with trees. The, the series was starting to change a little bit more. Assassin's Creed 3 in 2012. So the year after Assassin's Creed Revelations. Um, but the series was starting to change a little bit. I was still loving it though because they were still keeping to desmond desmond being kind of you know the chosen one of the series keep that in mind um that he was the chosen one of the series you know he was there they were doing this like bleeding effects thing and they were starting to train desmond in the modern timeline and like him kind of learning his skills i loved it i thought that was a great idea uh having him kind of like live the memories of his ancestors and then learn their sort of assassin skills and take that to the real world to fight um was it abstergo um, like the, te- the Templars and the Ab- Abstergo and, and all that kind of company, um, with, uh, Vidic. Do you remember him? Yeah. He, I, I don't actually remember what happened to that character. I don't remember him getting killed off, but, uh, he was one of the big villains. He was revealed, I think, to be a Templar in one of the games. Uh, I think you do fight his, um, crew or his, his team, uh, at the end of one of the games. It's one of those. It's one of either Brotherhood Revelations or Assassin's Creed 3. Where you actually get out the Animus. And you start fighting people. Because um, they kind of like invade the building that you're in. With the Animus. And I was like wow this is actually like really going somewhere. Because not only are you then learning as Desmond. We're a few games in at that point. Desmond's had some great character development. He's learned the skills of his ancestors. And now we're actually fighting people in the in the modern timeline. Uh, I thought that was fantastic. That was exactly where the series should have gone. Then Assassin's Creed 3 happens. And uh, Desmond dies. Yeah Desmond dies. Um, just just this, this. I still don't like the way the scene played out. This kind of thing about. Um, what was it? Because he's tasked with killing Lucy as well. I think in. I think it was in the previous game. In, in Revelations. Because I think he he kills Lucy. And then in the next game he's still in it. But he's with Sean and Rebecca. And then his, I think his dad William came into the story as well. Uh, I thought the death of Lucy was kind of stupid as well. Just to sort of like okay you've got the Assassin's Blade. And you like you had to I think tap square a bunch of times. Depending on what you were playing on. Tap square a bunch of times and stab her. Because you're being controlled by this, this, this other entity and things. Um, didn't really like that. That was, a, that was the first kind of misstep for the series. Um, I mean, we're about to go into a rabbit hole in a minute of 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 problems for this series and just just how this how this series has just taken a left a complete swing, if you will. Um, but yeah, she dies. Okay, you know, stakes, character death. Fair enough. Desmond Desmond's still around. Desmond was still the chosen one. Bummer that Lucy's dead. Uh, I thought, but then you know, okay, he's still there. He's still with the team. His dad's here now, but Desmond is still here. Assassin's Creed 3 happens and we're given this weird scene where that entity thing talked to him again 
and uh, kind of throws time the way that she did in the previous game when you're tasked with killing Lucy. And then uh, there's this button, if I remember, this podium, this button kind of thing. And again, the same situation where you've got to tap the button. And uh, Desmond is told in that moment, okay, if you sacrifice yourself here, um, we'll like you, you know, your, your sacrifice will be kind of for the for the greater good or for, for, for some sort of like purpose or whatever. He touches the thing, Desmond dies, and then I think it was in the modern timeline of the next game, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, in 2013. This was where the series really started to take a bit of a change. Um... Yeah, and then uh, you see this. I remember this video at the start of one of the games. I'm pretty sure it was Assassin's Creed 4. I'm trying to remember the series as best I can because it's obviously been a it's been a minute. But uh, yeah, then you then you get the confirmation. You get this sort of like autopsy report. Desmond's dead. He's gone. That's it. But the big part to me was okay. The Templars and you know Abstergo were kind of taking over the world and that and trying to you know be be the evil entity that you defeat. I don't remember a single story beat where uh, Desmond's sacrifice meant anything. And that was where the really big disappointment came came for me. Um, and then you play Black Flag. Black Flag in, it, in of itself, great game. You know, good kind of pirate simulator. If you want a pirate simulator and you don't care about the Assassin's Creed story, um, then that's probably good for you with, 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 with that. I mean, I, I, I liked the pirate simulator part of it. I just wanted to continue Desmond's story really and see see for, for me it was like okay we got that little we got that little glimpse at the end of one of the games of like this this ending sequence where he's fighting uh the templars and abstergo um in in the modern timeline and that and i was like this is great i want more of this i want like desmond's story to conclude with him beating these these this, this enemy and kind of like you know w- winning the story he dies and then just nothing happens after that um and then eventually you're switched to Layla uh, or Lila, who I think was Desmond's friend or something. Because uh, De- Lila or Layla, however you say her name, uh, has, a- has essentially replaced Desmond. Now, I don't have any direct problems with that. It's just the fact that you kind of killed one off. You kind of killed off one character. You never properly finished his story. And then you just replace them with somebody who- who's doing the exact same thing. And it's like, okay, you could you could have had them working together. You know, L- L- Lila and Desmond. I'm just going to call her Lila. You could have had Lila and Desmond just kind of working together, but you killed one of them off, and then you just kind of brought in his replacement. But there was no good reason for that. Um, I mean, she she's now kind of been chosen as a chosen one. What's to say that in two or three games she doesn't die and somebody else comes along and replaces her? And it's sort of like, okay, how how many more games are you going to kind of keep that going for? Like, where is where is that modern storyline going to kind of conclude? And over the last four or five games maybe we haven't gone anywhere with that story really i mean there's been a few bits and pieces of scenes but none of it's led to anything uh and granted i haven't played the end of valhalla maybe it does but i just don't trust the series to do that anymore um but yeah black flag comes out the f- i think that was the first game without desmond felt a bit strange i thought okay maybe there's something else going on here i'll, I'll keep playing assassin's-, assassin's creed i still really like assassin's creed uh and then it- and then the the thing that i mentioned earlier started to crop up the separation of this audience where um, people were playing this game and thought, oh, it's a really cool pirate simulator, I really like that, don't really care about this animus thing, but, you know, I get to be a pirate, that's cool. That's your one set of the audience. Then you've got the other set of the audience, which is me, where it's like, okay, Desmond's dead, you haven't gone anywhere with that story, really. Um, this pirate simulator thing's cool, but I want the other piece of it that's supposed to connect together because they used to connect together. 
at this point the series really started to change because that was that was 2013's black flag assassin's creed 4 then we move into a really weird section of assassin's creed so you go from 2009 10 11 12 13 14 uh annualized games year after year after year so at that point assassin's creed had only had one year off which was 2008 because you got 2007 assassin's creed 1 and then right the way through from 2009 10 11 12 13 one game one game one game one game uh, there was also the uh, liberation game as well released the same year as, as, as assassin's creed 3 uh, then you get to 2014 and things really start to take a turn for Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue and Unity come out in the same year. So not only did we, had, did we have annualised games, we now had two in one year. Big, big, big mistake. Uh, I never did... Uh, um, Rogue was the other game I never did actually play. It did get a remaster. And they had a weird situation here where at the time, um, we, this was when you know 2014 the new consoles were out. Uh, the the, X, the Xbox One and the PS4 were out. Assassin's Creed Rogue was released on Xbox 360. Um, what was it? Uh, on 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 the previous gen consoles. It does say PlayStation 4 and Xbox One here, but it was a previous gen title at the time. Uh, you basically had like one one game for one generation and one game for the other, um, and then you had Assassin's Creed Unity, which was the next gen only game. Um, yeah, so that that one wasn't available on the on the previous gen, which was th- which was 360 and PS3, um, and uh, yeah, that one came out on Xbox One and PS4. So you've kind of like separated your own audience by releasing different games on different generations of consoles. Uh, then of course you had the famous face glitch with Assassin's Creed Unity, you know, where the the face assets hadn't loaded for different characters. Assassin's Creed Unity, I still think to this day is the worst Assassin's Creed game because aside from you know face glitching and all that. The gameplay was absolutely atrocious. And now it's been patched now. Obviously that was 2014. Now it's 2021. That was patched after you know, uh, some time. Um, but it was awful. It was awful to play at the time. I don't know how or why I finished that game. And again you got into a situation where. You started to get into themed games. Uh, that weren't tying in properly to the um Animus storyline. Do you see how this is kind of breaking down? You go from Assassin's Creed 3, Desmond, that story's done, Black Flag, Desmond's confirmed dead, and then you just make this jump uh, where it's like, okay, no more Desmond. I don't think Lila was introduced at that time. There was one game actually, it might have been Syndicate, that had no modern day story, basically. You were playing as a no faced, well, not no faced, you were playing as somebody in first person, but their name was never revealed. Uh, Sean and, Re- and Rebecca were in that game. I think that was Syndicate. But you were essentially doing this like you logged into an office desk uh, instead of an Animus. Um, you see how these series are uh, starting to change and kind of fall off on that? That was that was what started happening to Assassin's Creed. Uh, so yeah, you do that. Rogue and Unity. I never did play Rogue, but I did play Unity. I finished it. It was really bad. Um, then we get to 2015 and we have uh, still got... Um, the game's still being analysed at this point. There was a lot of talk at the time of like, okay, should Assassin's Creed just take some time off? You know, because it just it was just going it was going in the toilet, so to speak. And I agreed with that at the time that it probably should take some time off. It didn't. A new game came out next year in 2015. In fact, two games came out that year. We had the start of the uh, Chronicles series. This one was the China version 
uh, or the China story. You had Assassin's Creed Chronicles China in 2015, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India in 2016, and then Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia in 2016. So you had two of them in the same year. They were smaller uh, 2.5D games. They were actually quite good. I really did quite enjoy those. But you see how the series, you see where I started off with Assassin's Creed and now what I'm talking about with these like Syndicate, Unity, Rogue and Chronicles. And the series just started to change so much. Still kind of felt like Assassin's Creed. You still had the Assassin's Creed thing in there. But the story just changed so much at that point. Uh, then Assassin's Creed Syndicate comes out in 2015. Because I've just covered the Unity thing. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate comes out in 2015. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month. You can request a new TV show. Or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also of course include your ad free podcasts. For the month as well. Thank you very much for listening. And enjoy the rest of the show. And uh, the game series was set in London. I thought that's cool. I'm from London. Obviously it wasn't modern modern day London. It was uh, I think it was Victoria London. Uh, which of course I wasn't around for because uh, I was born in 94 but um, yeah I thought you know I, I like seeing games set in uh, the country where I live and that you know obviously very different to, to how London is now but uh, I thought that was a relatively good idea you got to play as Jacob and was it Evie I think they were, t- they were brother and sister you could I think actively swap between them you went to this like train sort of thing or whatever and you changed between them uh, I enjoyed the actual Assassin's Creed part of that story. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, again, not really many connections to the Animus storyline. That was that was kind of slowly but surely getting more dropped at this point. Um, but then, you know, the Chronicles game came out, games came out. I really did enjoy them. Um, those came out on... They did come out pretty much on, on everything. I, can, I think you can get them on every platform. Maybe not Switch, but you can get them on most platforms at this point. Um... 
But yeah, I think it's fair to say Assassin's Creed um, Syndicate in a, and then Assassin's Creed Origins, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Assassin's Creed Origins was uh, the last one that I enjoyed, and I'm going to talk about that now. So you've got Assassin's Creed Syndicate, um, London London game. I enjoyed the actual Assassin's part of that story. Still didn't really feel like Assassin's Creed at that point. Again, if you look at a trailer of something like Assassin's Creed Syndicate and then look at Assassin's Creed... Not really the same game. It's just not really the same game. But I still enjoyed it. I'd kind of realised. Okay you're, you're stepping away from Desmond's story. But these games are still quite good. I still enjoyed them. So I still kept playing them. Then Assassin's Creed Origins came out. And just started to change the series even more. Then we went to Egypt. That was where Lila's story started to really kind of pick up. And you were in this animus thing in the middle of a desert. I think it was. Finished Assassin's Creed Origins. That was where the gameplay of the series actually. Um what was it uh got kind of refreshed as it, it was due for a refresh you know this is a series at this point that had been going almost 10 years at that point you know because assassin's creed origins uh yeah 10 years assassin's creed origins 2017 and then of course we got um assassin's creed in 2007 so that was the 10 year mark of the series uh so yeah the series had taken a break we went for 2014 we had two games 2015 we had a syndicate 2016 the the series took a break but we had the chronicles games so we still did have an assassin's creed game it just wasn't a mainline series then 2017 we had origins 2018 we had odyssey and 2020 so took taken a year off there uh in 2019 we have assassin's creed valhalla this is where the series starts to really take a bad turn for me. Uh, you, ha- you have Assassin's Creed Origins. Started to introduce things like level boosters. And these uh, enemies that are like these um, like unicorns that you could fight. And the, the, the game went really, really weird. Again, if you look at a trailer for Assassin's Creed Origins. And then look at a trailer for Assassin's Creed. Not, not really much similarity. A guy with a hood on that you killing people. Uh, there was still some bit of sense of an Assassin's Creed. You know what the series is called. But just didn't really have the same identity. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's, the very idea of Assassin's Creed at this point. To me had lost its identity. But Origins was still a great game. I think I played maybe some of the DLC. I remember playing some like extra levels or whatever. Really enjoyed Origins. Really thought it was good. But they started to introduce these like level boosters. And microtransactions. And all these special weird weapons. And just all, all, all sorts of really weird things. Uh, enemies that were really just. Well not really bullet spongy. Because you don't really use guns. But uh, blade spongy. If you want to call it that. But very spongy enemies that. Uh, you could see where the incentive was going. Of like hey you can't beat this enemy. Because he's sponging all of your shots. Or all of your slices. If you want to call it that, with uh, with the with the swords and things that you were using, here's some level boosters, and XP boosters, and all these kind of things. Um, so you can see where the turn is taking there with Assassin's Creed again. Uh, Ubisoft stepping into its microtransaction loot box business, if you will, and kind of pulling Assassin's Creed into that. Then Assassin's Creed Odyssey comes out in 2018, the year after. And is the grindiest video game I have ever played. I didn't finish Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I remember grinding my way to a story beat. And uh, the story... I was kind of interested in the story itself. It was it was alright. Uh, still wasn't really Assassin's Creed themed. Again, tra- do, do the trailer watch thing of Odyssey and Assassin's Creed 1. Not the same game. Just not the same game. 
you look at Odyssey, level boosters are still here, XP boosters are still here, weird enemies and weird weapons are still here, none of which really is in the core of Assassin's Creed, so again, big changes for the series. Uh, played about... I want to say 20 hours of Assassin's Creed. I just felt like I was gr- I just felt like I was grinding my way through the game and not really enjoying the story. Uh, but be- I know that I know I said the story is quite good, but I wasn't enjoying the story because I couldn't really get through any more of it because there was level gating going on. Uh, essentially, if an enemy was too high above you with their level, um, you couldn't kill them, or you could, but it would be stupidly, ridiculously hard to do. Uh, and this is where one of the other big changes in the series came into place uh, as well with Origins and with Odyssey. Uh, was the idea that, okay, if you've got an enemy that's a higher level with you and you try and do an assassination, which you could do very basically in almost all the previous games, I think you could still do it normally in uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate and all the previous games. But this idea, I remember how ridiculous it felt to do this at the time. Where an enemy would be, I'd be able to, I'd be in position to be able to assassinate an enemy. Like you would do in an Assassin's Creed game. And the the enemy would be a higher level than him. But I've worked my way stealth wise to get round that enemy. And he he hasn't been alerted to me yet. You go to stab this enemy in the neck, you know, as you would do with an assassination. Or in the chest or wherever you would stab an enemy to assassinate them. Probably somewhere neck and above, you know. Uh, like a slice of the throat or, or something like that. You would go to do that in this game. But if the enemy was a higher level than him. You would not assassinate the enemy. You would attack them. Um, so yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. Uh, that That's probably one of the most ridiculous things I've come across in a video game. Honestly. Like the idea that you can no longer. The idea that you've got a game that's called Assassin's Creed at that point. But you're not a high enough level to assassinate this person when you're stabbing them in the neck. And you're just attacking them and then you just end up fighting them anyway. Because you haven't grinded your way in the game to be a high enough level to take them on. Is absurd. That's absolutely absurd. Now if I'm fighting this enemy, you know, sword to sword combat or whatever. And I'm struggling to kill him then. Fair enough, you know, if I don't get to stab him enough times or, or whatever or don't get like a vital hit on him which would be a stab to the neck which is an, which is an assassination then then fair enough i have to fight that enemy I, I i completely get that again it was still ridiculous the whole level getting thing even within combat itself but uh that that's where it really kind of dawned on me a little bit of like this this isn't assassin's creed anymore um you can no you could no longer just like okay work your way around an enemy like an assassin would do and stealth your way towards them and take them out because if they're a higher level than you you'll just land on them stab them a little bit or still probably do the same animation where you stab them in the neck but they'll just get up and then you'll fight them that, that that's that's not that's not assassin's creed that's that's not assassin's creed at all um and those those that specific problem started with origins wasn't as bad in origins as that as if i remember rightly but was really bad in Odyssey. And then they brought it back with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Because I think they got so many pro- uh, complaints about it maybe. Assassin's Creed Valhalla released two years later in 2020. The most recent game. Um, and uh, yeah the instant assassination thing was back. Uh, you could pretty much do it. I remember a couple of enemies where I sort of sort of couldn't. Or sort of could. It was, it was strange. Uh, but they... Tried to sort of switch off the level gating. Still had all the XP boosting microtransaction rubbish stuff that you'd had. Which doesn't belong in an Assassin's Creed game. 
uh, in terms of fighting an enemy. Because uh, essentially, essentially, what the games are trying to get you to do at this point with Odyssey and and uh, Valhalla is, hey, if you, you you've got two you've got two options if you want to play this Assassin's Creed game, you can either grind your way for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours in order to be high enough level to be able to assassinate your way through this group of enemies to get to the next part of the story or to complete quests. Uh, or to fight the enemies in a in a way that's realistic because it's not real. If you're like, like a level twenty and an enemy's like a level twenty five or twenty eight or something, and you do try to fight them, it, you you probably will lose because they'll just be ridiculously good against you, and you'll lose that fight. So the two options then come into play where you either grind your way for hours and hours and hours, which is boring in Assassin's Creed game, um, to to. To do that because the old games didn't have that the, the previous games didn't have this like stupid level grinding kind of thing that was one of the main reasons i still enjoyed the games sort of post desmond was because i could still play it like an assassin's creed game the assassin's creed itself was kind of going away but there was still the assassination part in assassin's creed um but you'd either grind your way to it or pay money for a level xp booster so that you could boost your you could pay to boost your way up to that enemy's level just so that you can kill them um, do you see the problem? Just it, it, I've kind of I've tried to recap and kind of break down like okay, good, 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 starting to fall away. Okay, bad. Okay, Unity Rogue. Eh, where's the series going? Syndicate, cool. London, still good. Origins, still good. Odyssey, what the hell is happening here? Odd Valhalla, no. Um, and that's Assassin's Creed. That is Assassin's Creed in a nutshell. Uh, I'm 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 genuinely really disappointed that this has happened to this series, and I have no faith that they're going to go back to the good old days. And look, it, fair enough, Desmond's been dead and gone for several games now, and you know Lila or Layla is the main character for the series now. She's the current chosen one. I still think that there's nothing stopping like, okay, what if she dies and somebody else takes over the role? What what would be stopping that? Because we didn't think that was going to happen to Desmond, and it did. So why would that not happen to Lila or Layla? Sorry, um, but it's it's there's just so many things I've pointed out here to where like level boosting, XP boosting, no longer be able to being able to assassinate enemies in an Assassin's Creed game. The Assassin's Creed itself being gone, Desmond dying, uh, the whole fundamental idea of you know you playing as somebody in modern day, connecting that to an ancestor, which kind of got brought brought back a little bit with um, Layla and her kind of connecting to I think it's Cassandra and. Whoever the Valhalla characters are. Um, a couple of characters there. But uh I don't I don't think that you can look at um from what game would I point out here? From about Assassin's Creed Syndicate onwards. If you look at those games and then you look at Assassin's Creed 1, 2, and 3 kind of area. They're not the same. It's not the same series it was. Uh, I think Assassin's the, the Assassin's Creed name has just become a label for the series, which is a big disappointment because I don't like when franchises do that. Uh, they kind of just use the name for using the name for a selling point. You know, you see a new Assassin's Creed game, you think, "Oh, Assassin's Creed! I've heard about that. I'll go and buy that." Uh, but I, I've followed this series for over a, yeah, just over a decade now, and. Uh, I've said recently on the podcast, you know, because I I played five hours of Valhalla, and I was like, no, I'm I'm done with this. I don't I don't want this. Uh, fair enough, you know, if you want a Viking simulator that's still ridiculously grindy, 
yeah, it's it that's there for you. But for someone that like was following Desmond's story and Lila's story as well when that when that started to change and has seen the downfall of this series, the like honestly the downfall of this series and seen how it's changed and what it's turned into, uh I just don't have the interest in what it's become. Uh people still will be, that that's fine. They 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 what Assassin's Creed is gonna turn into now and I can almost promise you this is okay what is this year's theme for assassin's creed almost as if it's like a party what was the theme for the party this year um because there's, there's nothing else really there for the series so yeah um but it's it's a shame uh and you know what really kind of took the piss for me as well there's a scene in assassin's creed valhalla i think it's in uh well it must be in the first five hours because that's all that i played at the game when you're in the hut kind of thing with Sean and Rebecca. I don't know how Sean and Rebecca have stuck around for so long by the way. And Desmond didn't. But anyway. Uh, I still like Sean and Rebecca. I'm just kind of wondering. You know they've been sticking around through all this. But there's. Yeah. Uh, and there's some audio files on the computer. Um, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The access is Lila. And is Desmond talking to. I think it's Sean and or Rebecca. Depends which I think there's like three or four different audios you can listen to. They're fairly lengthy as well. And there's Desmond talking about like the effects of the animus and what this could mean and that. And I'm like, you're taking the piss, aren't you? Because you've you've then shoved into this uh game. I mean you have to kinda go looking for them a little bit. If you if you don't if you just go straight through the, the story, you probably won't find those audios. Um but it's labelled under like Desmond something or whatever on the on the computer. And it's Desmond talking about his history. And it started to just make me disappointed. That like wow you've actually bothered to put this in this game. To where like Desmond the character that you killed off. Who was the chosen one. Uh, is talking about like the effects of the Animus. And his story so far. It's almost pointless to put it in. Because like okay you're talking about how the. You've got these audios in this game. Of how this character has developed himself. But he's not in the game anymore. Um, what, it, it, what what's the What's the actual purpose of that. Is it so that Lila can listen to like what happened to the the guy from before? Um, I don't know because all of that de- all of that development that you hear Desmond talking about with his progress as an assassin is gone. It's completely gone because he's dead. Um, so yeah, but uh, anyway, that's my kind of like if you want to call that a rant or whatever. That's me talking about the fall of Assassin's Creed, going over the history, and kind of breaking down where it went wrong. Uh, I mean, I can kind of pinpoint just 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 to finalise and pinpoint where this series went wrong. Uh, I think it was from 2012's Assassin's Creed 3, where you killed off Desmond, then made it a pirate simulator, and then you came out with two bad games with Rogue and Unity, and then the rest is history. I still like Syndicate, but from Assassin's Creed 3 to Assassin's Creed Unity, that's where things. I th- I think that's where you can pinpoint where some of the problems started. And granted, one of the best games in the series is in that mix of uh, of, of time, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. But that game, that's the game after Desmond died. Um, and that's, that's where that first bit of connection goes. So I think you can pinpoint, you know, from 2012, Desmond dies, to 2014, releasing two games in one year, after you've just done back-to-back games for about four years. Um... I think you can pinpoint that as the as the breaking point. But I've said to myself, you know, when whether it's this year or next year, we don't know when we're going to get another Assassin's Creed game. I'll probably see a trailer at E3 or or at uh, Ubisoft's forward thing or whatever it is that they do in the future. I'll see the trailer, 
for whatever whatever the next game is going to be. Whether it's I doubt it will be a Valhalla two because you'll probably play as something different this time. Because uh, that's what the series is about now. It's about okay, what what uh, what theme are we sticking on the game this year? Um, but I've said to myself, you know, when that trailer comes out for that next Assassin's Creed game, don't feel any sort of care because what I wanted this series to be and what it arguably should have become, that's been gone a long time now. Uh, that's been that's been gone for a good few games, and I can't care about the series anymore just because of how it's kind of turned out so when 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 the new trailer comes out comes out for the new game i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna see what they do see what this year's theme is or next year's theme whenever it comes out um but i'm not gonna care so yeah that's uh, that's the fall of assassin's creed unfortunately um plus there's the you know loot loot box microtransaction thing with the xp boosters you know that's a that's a ubisoft thing isn't it so Anyway, that was uh, longer than what I thought it was going to be, but uh, I got my point across, definitely. But what do you think of, Assass- of Assassin's Creed? What do you think of, uh, you know, where did you put- jump on the series? Uh, what do you think of the change with, like, Desmond's death and what the series has become? And if you feel the same way as me, which some of you will do, some of you won't do, uh, where do you feel that the series started to take a turn? I've pinpointed between 2012 and 2014 or 15, give or take. Um. Yeah, but I I I think the the only Assassin's Creed games I will play going forward is if they did if they did another Chronicles game. Uh, cause I actually quite like those, and I think they should have maybe done a few more of them. I know they did, they did three of them, but they were quite short. So anyway, you can let me know what you think of Assassin's Creed and everything I've mentioned, and how you feel about the series. Uh, Matthew at Entertainment Talk dot org, Twitter E Talk UK. There's contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know, um, but just disappointed, and uh, I have to let it go. I have to just, I have to let Assassin's Creed go. I do, because otherwise I'll just continue to be disappointed. So, uh, but uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to check out more of the content that we've got, uh, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcast, uh, EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, so check all that out if you like. Excuse me. If you like what you've heard today and you want to support more of it, there is the Patreon page, $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Uh, There is uh, word of mouth. You can simply tell people that you know about the website and uh, the content. Uh, You can look for us on iTunes feeds, podcast services. Just search for Entertainment Talk. Get yourself subscribed to that, of course. Um, Or you can use social media, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook groups, whatever. And uh, let people know um, about the content and all of that. Uh, if you want your up-to-date, reliable TV and film news, uh, David's got you covered this week. Uh, sorry, not this week, all the time. Uh, David's got you covered on Geek Town Credit UK and Geek Town Radio. Uh, Geek Town Radio episodes release on Tuesday, so look out for a new one tomorrow. Uh, Bex is streaming daily, pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bytes, Trista B Y T E S. Go and have a look out for there. Uh, Barry started uh, resu- resuming his podcast recently as well. Uh, some Talk and Stalk and some Geektopia episodes, two of which I was on as well, so have a look out for those. If you search for Geektopia and t- search for Talk and Stalk on YouTube, get yourself subscribed to both of them. He's uh, he's putting in some good work over there. I've uh, listened to a few of his things and been on a few of his things recently uh, and uh, quite enjoyed quite enjoyed listening and talking with him about uh, what he's doing. But search for Geektopia and Talk and Stalk on YouTube and get yourself subscribed over there and you might hear me on a future episode as well. So uh, there's that. You can follow me on Twitch as well, eTalk UK, um, when I'm going to stream different video games. As I said yesterday, I tried to stream Hitman 3, but uh, Twitch just kept crashing. So I tried, <laughs> but 
but uh, it didn't work. So um, yeah, but uh, don't look for any Assassin's Creed streams in the future because I won't really be playing any of the games as I've made pretty clear already. But thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.